We have been chatting with all of you on the World Banks of Missouri text line about the fact that we all need to move more. And it's kind of an easy thing to do. You can take movement breaks during the day. Uh, You can walk from here to there. And Great Rivers Greenway is trying to accommodate all of us in that regard. Emma Clues joins us now on the phone. Emma, good to talk to you. Hi, yes. I completely agree. Always good to get moving. Yes. In case uh, our listeners are not familiar with the Brickline Greenway, uh, can you tell us what that is and kind of give us a status update? Absolutely. This is the big, bold project in the city of St. Louis uh, brought to you by our agency, Great Rivers Greenway. We are the public entity that are putting our sales tax dollars to good use, creating greenway trails where people can walk, run, ride a bike, get around town. And the Brookline Greenway is the big idea of connecting Forest Park to the Gateway Arch, Fairground Park to Tower Grove Park, and hundreds of destinations in between. So it's, it's really a, a network within the network overall to connect all those different neighborhoods and destinations and jobs together and see what the Greenway can do for the places along the way. And it's really going to be transformative. I think people have trouble wrapping their head around it, people like me who are not very visual. Uh, but, but Emma, it, it's, going to, it's going to do a lot for this city. I mean, as they say, the shot in the arm. You know, that's the idea. And we're really trying to work with lots of different partners to figure out how that can happen. Uh, one of the examples that we are um, using from some of the lessons that we learned when we experimented on projects with the City Arch River Project, the transformation of the arch grounds and the riverfront and Keener Plaza. We learned a lot about how to break the project into different pieces and how to make sure that we're reaching out far and wide to be able to have local vendors um, participate and work on the projects. So, for example, we're doing that here with the northern segment that's going into design now. We recently got major transportation funding from the Department of Transportation, um, a $15 million grant for construction in 2025, which is very exciting. Um, But of course, first we have to design it (laughs) and engineer and do all that good stuff. Um, So as we're figuring out, we're going to be putting out a request for qualifications for those types of firms. So, you know, urban planning, landscape architecture, um, civil engineering, those types of things. There's a a whole list. Um, And one of the things that we want to do is have a um, both virtual and in-person presentation and mixer so that all the different firms of different sizes and experience levels can come together, hear about the project, and meet each other and form teams to be able to submit um, their interest in working on it. So if you know anyone that's in that line of work, please help us spread the word. Okay, and that's for the northern segment. That's correct. So mostly on North Grand connecting to Fairground Park. Tell us about the central portion and where you are with that. Yeah, so that is also underway, connecting along the Metrolink right-of-way, working with our partners at Bi-State from the Central West End Metrolink Station to the Grand Metrolink Station. So that is also in design, also has some federal funding marked for construction in 2024 and 2025. So we're continuing to work on that and and also explore a couple of connectors to that route um, to be able to connect into the city foundry and the armory district along the way. So one of those big questions there is, could we possibly build a bridge, a greenway bridge, connecting um, through the decks of Interstate 64? So, you know, one goes low and one goes high. <laughs> so could we go in between the two to be able to get those areas connected? So that's one of the things that we're studying now. What about the Mill Creek Valley segment? 
Yes, that is. I know we've talked about that before. It's along Market Street, right? At, uh, from Compton at Harris State University over to 20th Street, where the new St. Louis City FC Soccer Stadium is. Um, so we're that is actually partially going into construction now, alongside with the stadium district, and we've been doing some virtual programs to help um, celebrate and hear from neighbors who lived in the Mill Creek Valley neighborhood, um, and we'll continue to do that type of education along the way. And Emma, tell us what this does for the average person listening and for neighborhoods around St. Louis, because we are a city of neighborhoods and a county of neighborhoods. We are. There are so many different communities, and we really invite people to be a part of the project, no matter where they are, you know, all over the region. And one of the things that we want to make sure that the Greenway can be a catalyst for opportunities along the way Um, So right now we're working on fundraising to be able to hire an equity and economic development manager. So we really want to think about all the different partnerships that we could make to see what the Greenway can do. Um, So these are things like affordable housing or workforce training, job creation, you know, opportunities for small businesses, perhaps doing something to activate some currently vacant parcels of land. You know, what can the Greenway do along the way to bring some energy to certain areas and and really support the people who are there now um, while also attracting new folks to come to St. Louis. Um, So we are going to be working on that um, position to be able to help champion that work um, as part of the project. So stay tuned to our website at the the jobs page as we get that going. And and we know that even though uh, Great Rivers Greenway has its own master plan, are there are there cities, Emma, that 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 you that you look to for inspiration any guidance uh places that have maybe they're a little bit farther down the the line than than we are and and you admire the way they're putting it together yes that's a great question we have been talking we're part of the highline network which is a a peer group of um, entities all across the country and actually some international as well that help share lessons learned and ideas and, you know, so we've been learning from folks like the High Line in New York City or the Atlanta Beltline, the Indianapolis Cultural Trail. Um, part of what we've been learning from them, you know, some of the technical things about design and, and connections and things like that. But also, again, some of those other pieces of, you know, how a, a big project like this could also sometimes displace people nearby and, and how we could perhaps mitigate that. Uh, one project in particular that I think we've been learning from They're actually not necessarily ahead of us in terms of the design um, because they're still in the early stages, but they've been doing a couple years of work to, um, you know, get ready for the project in some of those same topic areas. And that is the 11th Street Bridge Park Project in Washington, D.C. They're building a a bridge that is a park across the Anacostia River, and they've done a lot of work with the neighborhoods to kind of do some pre gentrification, anti-gentrification type of work and, you know, strengthening people's homeownership and banking resources and really trying to uh, support the neighborhoods and get to know them uh, before construction ever begins. You know, Emma, I think this goes way back to after World War II when the GIs came home and started buying houses and building houses in sprawling suburbs and people started driving more and Americans became less fit. And European countries seem so far ahead of us with all of the bike lanes. I love seeing it here in St. Louis when I see the bike lanes. And I know that cities are often rated according to their walkability factor. And that's something so we all want now, isn't it? It is. You know, it's, it's, and it, it matters in lots of different ways. The walkability or bikeability, it's really livability, right? If you can 
get out and get some exercise, maybe go even be able to transportation around town through some of these greenways or in connection with transportation like, you know, bus and train. It just contributes to feeling like it's a more vibrant place to live and, and to be able to have choices to get around is wonderful. And you know what's so neat on social media to see people my age and older with their photos of ta- of how they take advantage of the greenways across the city and I think that just that inspires other people to say, "Oh yeah, that's just around the corner from my house." Mm-hmm. You know, that in that regard, social media is a big plus, I think. Absolutely. And thank you to everyone who's sharing those photos because yeah. it even does that for me too, right? Like I see something like, I should get out there actually right now. <laughs> they really are. They're meant to be for everyone. They're almost always fully paved and ADA accessible. So whether you're, you know, using a, a walker or a stroller or a wheelchair or just taking a walk or bringing your dog, you know, everyone is welcome and, and we want everyone to be able to enjoy these in whatever way they choose. Well, Emma Clues, thank you for joining us from Great Rivers Greenway. We love hearing about the project and the status updates. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Happy holidays, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Emma. We'll see you out on the greenways.